In the grand theater of life, we all seek a comeback, a resurgence, a rekindling of our inner fire. But how do we spark that flame? Welcome to Reignite Resilience. This is not just another podcast. This is a journey, a venture into the heart of human spirit, the power of resilience, and the art of reigniting our passions. Welcome to Reignite Resilience. I'm your co-host, Natalie Davis, and I am joined by the wonderful Pam Cass. Hey, Pam, how's it going? It's good. How are you, Natalie? I'm amazing. I'm amazing. Excited to kick off another episode. And today we have a special guest, someone that is near and dear to me, one of my mentors, an individual that has absolutely shaped the direction of my life, Miss Rachel Jane Groover. Welcome. How are you? you? I'm doing very, very well. I feel great and feel great to see both of you. Well, thank you. And today's a special episode because we are actually joining you in your space. I know. I know. It's been a long time coming. It's called Casa Sagrada, which means sacred house in Spanish. And Dada and I, my husband, Dada and I have had a dream of having our own retreat space for six years, seven years. I mean, what facilitator doesn't dream of having their own? Absolutely. So it's kind of there, out there for a long time. And finally, we found the place a few years ago, and it's been a big last year getting it all ready. But beautiful, so good to have you here. Absolutely. Yes, thank you. And we're located in Loveland, Colorado today. So if people are interested in learning more about Casa Sagrada, they can Google it, search it, look on YouTube, find it. Yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. Beautiful. Well, we are so excited to have you on. We are diving into season two of Reignite Resilience, which is really fabulous. And one thing that we have had the pleasure of doing is interviewing individuals to hear about adversities that they've had in their own personal lives, in their businesses, and how they've overcome those, Mm -hmm. i.e. the resiliency and Mm -hmm. where you find that drive, that charge, Mm -hmm. the energy to find that resiliency. So Mm -hmm. I know a little bit about you and your story, and I'm sure the listeners have already heard from the accent (laughs) that you had a journey in getting here, but I'd love for you just to share your story. How did you get here and become this facilitator and, I mean, basically a significant leader in the spiritual community? Well, I'm from Australia. Sometimes people say, you from down south? And I'm like, (laughs) and I've been here for 22 years now. I couldn't believe it when I thought about that the other day. And so when I was in Australia, I was doing singing full time. I was a performer, singing, songwriting, going there. And part of the move over to the U.S. was I want to be a star in Nashville. I want to okay. follow Keith Urban. Oh, yes. He was my era there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he'd, he'd, he'd gone big a couple of years before I moved. I was like, yes, that's what I want to do. But I also was coming really into my spiritual and personal development work that I absolutely loved. So mm-hmm. this is like 1999, okay. 2000. It's when Oprah was starting to have all of her guests on that yes. were more of that personal mm-hmm. and spiritual So there was just a lot there in me that was awakening that maybe it's not just about entertaining people. Yes. But it's about educating and inspiring them for some other growth because that's what I was feeling for myself. And I also felt like my man was here. My resiliency in male relationship with male relationship was not good. Um, And I thought, okay, well, let's 
try a different country. Yes. Yes. And I felt like that would be great. It didn't super work out straight away. I went from kind of dating Aussie macho losers is what I call them to snags because I turned I landed in Ashland, Oregon, which is a very spiritual okay. town, a lot of hippies, a mm-hmm. lot of bohemians and all of that. Mm-hmm. So Snags are sensitive new age guys. Ah, oh, yes. Now I'm right. sort of attracting these sensitive new age guys, thinking that that's what's going to make me happy. Yes, yes. But we know it doesn't. So stop that. But those were the key reasons why I moved and moved Korea too, because when I got here, it was very clear that I wasn't meant to be singing all of the time. And Mm -hmm. I ended up getting a volunteer job with Neil Donald Walsh, who wrote the Conversations with God books, Mm -hmm. that series from a long time ago. He's still alive and well and has written probably 25 books since then. But that was really just like, where am I? I had not been in that world But now looking back, he was in the world of traveling the world, doing Mm -hmm. speeches, writing books, doing multi-day retreats. Yes. And I was seeing all of this happen. And it wasn't until a few years later that I was like, I think I'm wanting to do Do this. Yes. And so that started bubbling up. But secure paycheck mm-hmm. now that I had a job with them or mm-hmm. do your own business. Become an entrepreneur. Yeah. That's all you I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm like in my early 30s, I'm like, secure paycheck. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And he was famous and I'm yeah. the woman who's putting the tissues in the right place at the retreats yes. and that. And so there was yeah. multiple years in there that I did not have the resiliency of yeah. mind and energy and even mm-hmm. really the know-how mm-hmm. to do it for yeah. myself. Yeah. So I kept putting it off even though I was telling everybody that this is what I was going to do. Okay. I don't know if you can relate to that. You yeah. tell oh, about what you're going to do to make yes. yourself feel better that you're yes. actually doing it, but yes. I was not doing it. Yes. It was just <laughs> making me feel better that I was going to do it. Yes. And it was no, no, no. A lot of fear, a lot of fear. Mm-hmm. And then I was on a trip with him in London when I hurt my back yeah. very, very seriously which took me into a two and a half, three year period where I could not move very well. Mm -hmm. I was in bed most of the time. That was my dark night of the soul. But looking back, like it was a huge gift because it was that spiritual two by four. Right. That's like you saying you want to do something else, but I was not listening and I paid mm-hmm. a big price for that. And I think, I don't know if you've been through a... Absolutely. Yes. thing. It's like you didn't do it well. And because it was so physical, mm-hmm. there was so much pain involved. And yeah. just I was out for the count for quite a few years. At the same time, I started dating my husband, Dada, 30 <laughs> days before this injury. Wow. Yes. So... I had to learn to receive, which I had never mm-hmm. been good at doing. Mm-hmm. Yes. With men. Anyone. I'm Anyone. Kind of that, like, yeah. you know, I'm an independent, self-sufficient <laughs> woman. I love Alanis Morissette, you know. <laughs> so it was really just such a shock to be like, I've got to rely on this guy that yeah. we'd been friends before, but it was a very new thing while I am. Anything but sexy. And you can't hide. <laughs> I can't no, hide. You can't, I can't hide from move. that. You I'm... can't run away from it. Exactly. It is here it is. Exactly. You need to process it. Yes. Yeah. 
And he was right there. He's been right there ever since. Yes. He's married now. He's better at the time. But like 15, 16, 17 years we've been together. So it's, yeah. it's been amazing. He's my business partner and best friend in all of this. And so it was while I was flat on my back that I was like, okay, I've got to pull this business mm-hmm. together. Yes. I started doing coaching because that was a simple thing that mm-hmm. I could do. Yes. And yes. I think that that's what's the first thing. Some sort of really grand plans, yes. but then they don't start and be able to get, you know, your first 50,000 or 100,000 a year because you've right. got this bigger vision. Yes. So I just started with a few clients and it was hard. I mean, the resilience needed mm-hmm. while mm-hmm. I am drugged yes. some of the time. Yes. And I have never had my own business in coaching before. It was huge. So I did what I could. I really reached out to people that already knew me. Yes. The no like and mm-hmm. trust factor. Because yes. who am I? I'm a singer mm-hmm. from Australia and now I can coach you on your feminine leadership or whatever <laughs> yes. it was in the first part. And so I did that. And then Data, he had his own business, but it was doing other people's websites okay, okay. and data programming yeah. and things yes. like that because mm-hmm. he's really good at that. But he wanted to do his own thing. He was doing these speaker trainings yes. on the side, just 10 people mm-hmm. in his living room, and they were really, really good, and I was doing the coaching. So we decided let's get together and do business together because yeah. on each other, on our sides, they weren't doing very mm-hmm. well. Right. So we thought, let's get together and then that's going to mean it's going to do well. But I don't know if either <laughs> of you have tried to go in business with someone else who's also struggling and you think that it's going to work with two people struggling. <laughs> and and then your significant other as well. You you yes. <laughs> so we didn't go into business together, but that was not the answer because <laughs> wow. we didn't know really how to market and sell yes. quickly enough mm-hmm. to be able to get him out of his job out of what felt like a job at that time. So we went belly up. We lost everything in that Mm -hmm. period. It was not a story of like, go for your dream (laughs) and everything will work out. Yeah, Yeah. It was go for your dream and realize that if you're going to be in business for yourself, you have to master marketing and sales and reaching out Mm -hmm. and all of that kind of thing. And we weren't good at that, but Mm -hmm. we were really good at the retreats and the thing, because you also need a very good product. Absolutely. So we had the product or products and those who were coming were like, this is phenomenal. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we ended up having a friend of ours come to a few things of us and and just basically said, let me save you from yourself, Dada (sighs) and Rachel Jane. You need to go to this training. It was a marketing training for workshops, seminars, that kind Mm -hmm. of thing. I'm going to pay for you to go because you don't know what the hell you're doing. And it's it's amazing. So we ended up getting into the world of training Mm -hmm. and all of that, which now I'm like, what was I thinking that you didn't (laughs) figure it all out on your own? Exactly. So I was not figuring it all out on my own. But then we started getting into that world of learning. And that was the huge Mm -hmm. catalyst of always having a mentor, always having a business coach. Mm Always going, what are we not good at in the business? Right. And realizing you can't just be a good product. Unless you have a business partner that's going to handle all of that, we did not have that. Yes. Yes. And so once we got that, it was a pretty quick climb to like 100,000, 200,000 a year. Perfect. And then right after that, we got to our million dollars a year, like within the next year. It was kind of a real quick because we're smart. Yes. We're wise. Yes. We just didn't know what we were doing. And yes. we would always look at other mm-hmm. people, which I'm sure other those listening can <clears throat> relate to is 
what did they know that I don't know? Right. You know, is there some like backdoor secret thing where you're all talking and it's all, that's what was happening. And so Mm -hmm. we got into that world to the best we could and have continued. And so now I really, really understand Mm -hmm. the industry of speaking and writing and publishing and being a, Mm -hmm. what would you call a thought leader? thought leader. That's exactly it. You know, that kind of thing. And that's the industry that that we're in. Uh, But, you know, it hasn't been all... Rainbows and but the money yeah. does help a yes. lot to not be so freaked out and lose. I mean, we lost our home. Yeah. Data yeah. went bankrupt. Yeah, like it was not not yeah. pretty. And then we moved to Colorado, and that was also a big change too. Yes. And I'll stop after this because you probably got questions. Yeah. That the space that we were living in mm-hmm. was not conducive for our success. And I think okay. a lot of people don't realise the importance of the space that mm-hmm. you are in, whether that's your home and you need a good clearing mm-hmm. out yeah. of your office space, mm-hmm. but just the town we were in yeah. and wanting to come to Colorado that had more of a yang energy about mm-hmm. it. It was closer to the Denver airport because we had a lot of people wanting to mm-hmm. come in and be live and it's like almost as soon as we got here which again was not very pretty we were in the super eight motel for three weeks wow. not knowing where we were gonna be yes like nothing yes our dog our u-haul and super eight and you said this is our new beginning this is our new beginning and that was end of 2008 yeah and that U-Haul's turned into about five U-Hauls. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was a retreat center and yes. a few houses and all that kind of thing, yeah. but it's been amazing. Yes. A lot and definitely in the right space. I love that. A beautiful story. And there are so many layers that go into that. <laughs> Pam's head is spinning. Yeah. <laughs> like, where, do you, where do you even start with that? Just, I mean, the first is leaving Australia and moving across the country. World. That is a world. Yes. <laughs> That was the easiest. That was the easiest. And I think it's because the age, the more we age, Mm -hmm. the more we get freaked out about change. Got it. So you were young and it was like. I was young. I'm like, no one wants to date me there. Oprah lives in the US. It was kind of more. Yes. That's when we out of here. Yeah. Yeah. And I moved with one suitcase and one guitar that was stuffed with all my underwear to get like two carrot, you know, juice. Oh my God. So I think that that was really an easy one. When I got here, it was a little harder because I was very lonely. I did not bank on the loneliness of not knowing anyone. I did not know anyone Mm -hmm. except the guy that I had dated a few times on my first trip over. He was a big reason. Well, I was like, yeah, I'm going back to Okay, so that changes everything. There was a boy. There was a boy. And I'd already wanted to go. Yes. And so everything was pointing. Yes. And it was pointing to Ashland, Oregon. So that was the easy part. The loneliness was hard because once I got back mm-hmm. within a few days, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. No. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the Mm-hmm. Are you talking it yes. out? Yes. I moved across the world. I've, I've yes. my whole world. Yes. yes. So yes. made it clear that I would, co- you know, yes. I was coming. Yes. No matter what, you know, like I mm-hmm. wanted that for myself. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah, so that was the easier part. Okay. Wow. I love that. 
Well, I because I know your story, when I'm looking and listening to it now, every area of your life, when we think about the eight key areas of your life, you basically went through mm-hmm. a complete overhaul, which I'm always a, a person that says, do not do a complete overhaul in every area. <laughs> but but and, you've done it. But you've done that. Yes. And also, because I don't know if in areas you've got health. Yes. Health, health and wellness. Health and wellness. Financial, career, relationships. Ships, yes. significant other all the things fun and leisure mm-hmm. like yes. <laughs> yes. yes. at the same time of changing countries yeah. right before that I had just done my first Tony Robbins event oh, so okay. again this is like 22 years ago yes. and he was I mean it was famous there I think I was in a stadium of five ten thousand people mm-hmm. But you go through a health day with him mm-hmm. on the final day. I don't know if you've ever done I it. I haven't. He'd walk through fire, did yes, the fire yes. walk and the yeah. whole thing. And burnt myself, by the way. It's not a trick. So, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he does a health day. And at that point, I mean, I was a beer, not beer. I was drinking yes. lots mm-hmm. of Coca-Cola, mm-hmm. black tea, mm-hmm. meat, dairy, gluten, everything. Oh, yes. And I turned vegan, sugar-free, alcohol-free, and caffeine-free overnight. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I've pretty much been, like, I'll have a green tea, but all of that has stayed. Wow. And that was a big, Gosh. huge, big overhaul. Yes. Which, and the reason the catalyst for that was, and he's brilliant at this, not that everyone, don't worry, you don't have to turn vegan. <laughs> he made the point to me so strongly that if you want the vision that you just saw in the, mm-hmm. his retreat, you're going to have to have a lot of energy for that. And I didn't have it. Mm-hmm. I was tired at the end yes. of the day and I'm overweight a little bit. And I'm like, yeah, I want to have mm-hmm. a lot of energy for this. And I knew that what I was digesting was a huge yeah. part of that. So yeah. I cleaned that up. Lost a lot of weight, felt after three weeks of detoxing. Yes. I think that's why a lot of people think, oh, no, I need dairy or I need meat or I need my caffeine. Yes. Because yes. they're going through the detox mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Once I went through that crappy phase, it just yeah. felt totally different. Yeah. So different. And that's the hardest part is for the folks to make it through oh, detox, yes. right? You it's make like it through the 21. 11, oh, I, I was going to say 21 days, but I think. You did 30 days yeah. to yeah. kind of see if you liked it. Yeah. yeah. If I, you I, could I, make it 11, yeah. that's great. Well, no, <laughs> well, no, I just remember I did whole 30, which is basically that. Oh. And they warn you when you're doing it that on yes. day 11, yes. you are going to just feel like, like want to, like you're going to feel horrible. Yes. You're going to yes. just be lethargic yes. and you're going to want to like quit. Yes. Yes. But if you can get through that mm-hmm. to the other side and it was like three days, mm-hmm. then it's like magical. And it totally was. Right. Yes. Um, right. But yeah, yes. that day, that day. <laughs> wow. Like, wow. And then you need a reason. Like for Absolutely. any change, you need a it. reason to keep it. Yeah. Yes. And I think, my two biggest was vanity because now I looked amazing. Ah, that was amazing. amazing. Yeah. And no the- shame in that. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. So it felt like shadow work. That's right, perfect. Right. Yeah. Right. Embracing vanity. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. And then and the other of having the energy for my soul's mission. Yes. You know, and that was enough to pull me through and just keep that going for for my life. And I'm, you know, I'm a triple Taurus. I want my food. I'm a food. Yeah. You know, like I'm not, I don't want to eat celery and yes. Almond butter, but it's having that yes. love for food, but knowing that that's the foundation yeah. for business yeah. and for your life. 
Well, in that, when we just talk about the health and wellness or even just the eating portion of it, you've carried that through to your business as well. I've had the opportunity to attend a couple of your retreats. And it's not that you require people to eliminate those items, but you really set that expectation of you might want to think about showing up as the best version of yourself. Mm -hmm. And I'll have to tell you in those three, four days or however long we're together, I have always opted in. So eliminating the meat, eliminating the dairy, eliminating the alcohol. And Mm -hmm. when you're doing any type of work, the first thing you want to do is have a glass of wine at the end of the day. (laughs) So it's hard. (laughs) Yeah, But I have embraced that. And like you said, when you have that full experience, Mm -hmm. knowing that you're showing up as the best version of yourself, your body's best version of itself, Mm -hmm. it makes a huge difference. Exactly. And so many people don't realize what that, either the glass of wine or the cookies or whatever, at that particular time in the night. Yes. That's just trying to suppress everything Mm -hmm. that's wanting to come up and Mm -hmm. be shown Mm -hmm. to you. I don't want to Mm -hmm. deal with anything. I've just worked it out versus really sit with yourself Mm -hmm. and what's wanting to come through or or whatever. Or they might do TV or whatever the version is Mm -hmm. to just be that. So we try to like take that vice away and see what really emerges. It's powerful. It's a powerful piece. And then that importance of focusing on yourself so that you can do all of the amazing things. Because if you don't focus on that, you might have success, but it might not last as long. Exactly. And then being around other people. Yes. Like you, Natalie, you see you at the retreats and people vibing off your amazing energy. Yes. And then we've got some people here like Lulu. and, And we're all vibing off each other in a whole different way. Yes. And if people aren't getting in those environments enough during a year, no. I think yeah. we felt it in 2020. We did. Oh, gosh. We did. Like just a too isolated. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and and people still haven't come out of that no. in yes. some ways. The laziness of not having to put heels on and yes. all of that, yes. the goodness of that. <laughs> the goodness. goodness. Still, yes. I felt that. Last year, so we're 2023 now, end of 2023 now as we're recording this, this year and maybe part of last year as as people coming out, I could still feel my just pull back into isolation. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. that's the easiest thing. It's so comfortable. Yes. Comfortable. Yes. Midway through this year, I went to a few events that were extraordinary and I hadn't been to some others that weren't my own. And it was a big, like, there's nothing like that nothing like compared that. to staying on some Zooms for a couple of yeah. weeks or reading some personal yeah. development books. That yeah. So this year, 2024, my word of the year is connections. I it just came it. through. And it was really about my own resilience mm-hmm. of not being, because I'm a big introvert, mm-hmm. like stepping forward, mm-hmm. being with people, making more connections. Yes, yes. Love it. Especially in business and mm-hmm. philanthropic work yes. and everything else, that's where it comes from versus where I've been before with like my, my five close friends and, yes. and yes. the clients are great, but, yeah. you know, my five, five close it. friends. <laughs> and I don't want to talk to people. Yeah. I've changed that a lot. I actually year. love it. Well, and I saw that in myself because I'm an introvert. Like when we had to wear the mask, when we went out in public, yes. like I would put a baseball cap on, sunglasses and a mask and I was in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't talked to anybody. So it's a conscious effort for me to go out and connect. But I realized when I was working at home, 
during the pandemic all the time on Zoom, yes. it was easy not to show up like yes. I would show up to my office, dressed yes. up, yep. feeling totally. good about myself. Totally. And so I know a difference when I put my heels on and I get dressed up and I go outside. Yes. I feel good. Right. And I feel good when I connect yes. with other people. Yes. And yes. But it is a conscious effort. But yes. I love it. Yeah. Connection. Good. Love it. Connection. Connections. 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 Like, yes. Yes. More building that. Yeah. I love that. I love that. We hope that you have enjoyed part one of our two part interview with Rachel Jane Groover. What a phenomenal human being, a best selling author, an international speaker, a spiritual mentor, an Inc. 5000 CEO, and an expert in mindfulness and meditation. And with all of that, with all of the accomplishments, one thing that we see that is constant is that we all have opportunities to overcome adversities within our lives by being resilient. We hope that you come back and join us for part two because you're in for a very special treat. We'll see you soon. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Reignite Resilience. We hope that you had amazing ahas and takeaways. Remember to subscribe on your favorite streaming platform, like it and download the upcoming episodes. And if you know anyone in your life that is looking to continue to ignite their resilience, share it with them. We look forward to seeing you on our future episodes. And until then, continue to reignite that fire within your hearts.